0: Welcome, everybody, to the Robert, John, and the Rec podcast. We are a five-piece rock and roll band from Orange County, California, that travels the world eating local foods, drinking local drinks, and pieces. I'm Steve. I'm Robert.
1: I'm Andrew. And I'm Warren. It's so much easier with four people instead of five. Yes, see, that's yeah. what happens.
0: It's, it's Henry. <laughs> <coughs> it's, Henry's fucking enough for everybody. Kidding. Um, this is uh, this is episode 45, man. 45, ladies and
2: gentlemen. Number
1: 45. Hey yo. Closing in on that 52. Yeah. That blows my mind. what you I say? Said, I said that blows my mind. I always said like by episode whatever, 52 or like a year's worth or a hundred episodes, we might have podcasting figured out. We figured out that we should we have guests. That's pretty cool. So yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Um, which is always fun too. I like talking to people, and I think it's a better way to do the show especially yeah. when we can't go on tour and make any more tour stories yeah and we've
2: almost nailed the intro for like three times straight in a row so <laughs> yeah yeah
3: i mean three out of 20 i mean three out of 12 is pretty good yeah yeah
1: let's see how we handle our transitions today so if, if anyone blows it
3: <laughs>
2: pressure's
1: on i'm jinxing us here, here we go 45 here we go yeah no. i'm afraid to make a transition <laughs> So, Steve, you played a show this weekend, though. Steph's uh, I, did. I had, Never did uh, that transition. See that
0: <laughs> boom! I, yeah, I did a uh, I had shows this weekend, which was really fun. Uh, we did a uh, another neighborhood concert on Balboa Island, uh, for the people of the island there, and that was really really rad. Um, Warren and Erica came to that and hey, uh, supported, yep, and uh, do on this coming friday which is cool it's uh this really rad lady uh sharon lets us set up on her porch at her house and she's got a big porch the fire and outdoor plugs and stuff and there's a uh, glass kind of divider there so it's it's almost set up perfectly like a stage and then families will come and just gather on the sidewalk or in the street, or just on their their porches, or hanging on their balconies and stuff, and play a couple of hours of music for the community, and it's all pit based and really fun. And then, on Sunday, yesterday, I played uh, at the Wayfair in their new uh, back parking lot beer garden, and that was really fun, and cool to get back there and see everybody, and get some good uh, little Sundays, uh, tequila, mixed drinks, and be out in the sunshine and playing music for people again. And they have really good burgers out there. They've got a, a, one of the cooks is out there uh making burgers, and hot dog and stuff. And then we're still doing food inside uh, as well, which is, was, I was really impressed with, with the burger. It was tasty. It was a tasty
3: burger. <laughs> Robert, yeah, how was your- uh, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I think it was good. Um, had a uh, family stuff for Father's Day. Got to see my pops and uh, spent the time with the family. Yeah, it was a good weekend. I think Saturday I was, what did, oh me and Warren went to Doson on Saturday and I think I was in bed by like nine. <laughs> a pretty <laughs> exciting weekend. I I I didn't do much of anything. <laughs> um, yeah. So Andrew, how was your weekend?
1: <laughs> um, I actually took a plane. That's probably like a pretty controversial topic right now. But uh, my girlfriend, it was her birthday, and our family has their birthdays at the same time in June. So they're all, like, a week or two apart from each other. So she wanted to go up, and it was interesting. Um, There was a bunch of... I was kind of freaked out to go into an airport, more so to see how the process was going to be. I wasn't sure if they are going to be crazy (laughs) freaked about everything. I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to get, like... I don't know, something basic like coffee or something like that in the airport or what the mask situation was going to be. And then we did everyone social distance, you know. um, Everyone was wearing masks inside. And then when you got on the flight, there was they had at least one person in between everyone. So you couldn't sit next to each other unless you were in the same party. Hmm. And then, yeah, when I got up there, it was fun. We just hung out with our family and, you know, kept it small and... Uh, had a Father's Day thing and all their birthdays and did a barbecue and stuff like that and hung out. So it was fun. And then just a quick trip back, same thing. Yeah, but it seems like more people are traveling. The the airport wasn't empty. You know, it was mm-hmm. less but uh but, you know, people seem to be being responsible, which is good. You know, you got to start doing stuff at some point. Yeah, it was a good experience. Nice. To see that everything is, you know, at least loosening up in a hopefully responsible way. Yeah.
2: Encouraging. Hoping for the best. Yeah.
0: I think the the responsible factor is the the key there. Because I don't know how much longer things can go on just being completely shut down, you know?
1: Yeah, what Robert was saying is like earlier when we were chatting before we got on was uh, as bars are starting to open up and stuff, there's people coming without masks on saying like, you can't make me put a mask on. And there's really like not much you could do about it, like, like you know, throw that guy out of the bar, or like, you know, you're going to get into some kind of physical confrontation over that, and it's like, yeah, what are you going to do?, Like, how can you really yeah. release this stuff? Everyone's like on the honor system, you know, so mm. But luckily, like people are being pretty on it in the airport. Nice.: Four. How's your weekend, Warren?
2: Well, uh, it was covered above. I I saw Steve on Friday, and I saw Robert on Saturday. Steve playing some live music. Robert at Docent, the Brewery. Yeah. And yeah, you know, just kind of hung out. Pretty cool. Nice. Did some family shit on Sunday, and uh, you know, here we are on Monday, raring to go, starting a new week.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah and in the in the states in the states it's fa- it was Father's Day on Sunday, so happy Father's Day to everyone in the states uh I'm yes. pretty sure that over in Europe Father's Day is like a week week before or something like that so um but happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there and to everyone who doesn't have their fathers around you know
1: yeah
3: so um hopefully the memories are amazing and enjoyable,
1: yeah we're getting some comments that are saying mm-hmm. uh They've revoked some people's liquor licenses for not uh following the mask law. So oh wow. We'll see how you know people respond to those sorts of things. Cause yep. OC is much more lenient compared to LA County with these things. And like LA County, a lot of restaurants need to open back up. So it's like living in two different worlds. And in LA County, it's like we're a month behind whatever's gonna happen in Orange County. So
2: Yeah. Oh, well, you actually, you know something I did do I should mention that kind of ties in? I went and got sushi uh, at my local sushi restaurant, yeah. which is uh, operating at half capacity. Um, and so they were doing every other row that you could uh, – every other bench seating you could sit at. And if you sat at a bench area with two people, you had to sit on the same side. But the most interesting thing was uh, they did the, the, the touchless – a thermometer checking your temperature and they wrote it down on a clipboard at the front of the door. And that was the first time that I've seen that implicated at a restaurant before you had to go in. Hmm.
1: Uh, Uh, I marked it sunset last week. There's a guy who's like, Hey, Andrew, how are you doing? I'm like, how do you know my name? It was like, boop, (laughs) 98.7. You're good to go. And I'm like, Oh God, what if I had a fever? Wow. That's (laughs) crazy.
2: So yeah, that kind of ties in. How was your weekend, Henry? Uh, It was good. It was you know, it was a weekend.
4: I uh I did some stuff and then I played with Steve with the Wayfair. Yeah. And uh, also hi everybody again. Hey everybody. Hey how's how's right we were
1: trying to sneak you in so no one noticed you came in late, but Ninja you got it yourself.
3: Ninja. Sorry. Ninja, ninja,
1: ninja. At least for the audio people, like I always think of the audio side of the podcast. They would have never known. It would have just been no. your turn. They would have no been like, have known. did we hear what? it in the beginning? Exactly. I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure. Was there when they, wait a second.
4: We're really quiet there the tonight. whole time. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm.
0: You're always with me, Henry, right here in my heart.
4: Uh, I thought, of, uh, I'm glad it's there. Yep. <laughs> it's a good spot to be.
3: Yeah, and Henry's not the only person that uh, we have joining us this evening.
1: Yeah, nailed that transition. Yeah. Chicken ass at podcasting. Episode 52, here we come.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we have a special guest this evening, and uh, his name is, uh, well, you know, he, uh, he does a lot of stuff first. He's, uh, he's uh, the lead singer of a couple different groups. That we've got the honor to play with multiple times. He is the owner of a music festival up in Washington that we've basically um, gotten to play as many times as uh, he lets us. <clears throat> um, and he also runs a, a, a digital production company. He's, he's a he's a man of many things, and his name is Cody Beebe. So we'd like to introduce Cody Beebe to the Robert John the Rec Podcast. Hey, hey yeah. baby, what's hey, up, Cody?
4: Hey baby. baby.
5: I <laughs> uh, is this where I'm supposed to transition?
3: Well, you know, I'm. You know, I. I if have you worked on it? <laughs> I haven't. <I'm laughs> if crazy. you don't know, uh, we've known Cody Bebe now for what six, seven years. I don't know anymore. Uh, uh,
5: you guys played the first Chinook Fest, right? No, uh, second oh, one. Second.
3: Yeah.
5: second one. Okay. Warren oh, played yeah. the
3: first one. Oh yeah. No, oh, no, no? I play,
2: I played in the Higgs. The second time they played and the first time they played was the first one.
5: Yeah. So, I think that means eight years.
2: (laughs)
1: Really? Wow. That's crazy.
5: It is. It's really, uh, you know, time flies, man.
1: It was funny. When I went up to SAC, I had my Chinook Fest shirt and my Chinook Fest water bottle. I was all Chinook Fest out all the time. So, (laughs) I feel like most of the things I use every day are Chinook Fest branded. So. You definitely got me.
2: <laughs> when I was at Steve's show on Friday night, that I we just talked about, I also had my Chinook water bottle with me. Um, I had poured a beer into it, but it was a a good transportation device.
5: As they as they are, <laughs> we only uh, supply utilitarian
4: type merchandise. You know. Yes.
5: Watch <laughs> <You like> <laughs> it.
4: it's so utilitarian. Yeah. Yeah. Call it. I don't know if that's the right
5: word or not, but...
1: Robert just did that, like, before, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's all good.
3: Socialism.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Every kid needs to have socialism.
5: <laughs> the so, act of being social? I don't think that yeah. yeah. is. Yeah, it's not <laughs>
3: socialism at all, but... I nice <laughs> said it, and it didn't, it didn't come out properly. That's fine. Right.
5: Yeah. Well, uh, I miss you guys. You know, I miss, miss you, too, too, man. You too, man. Yeah. Yeah.
4: A lot. Uh, you know, now, here we are world apart but together whatever you know together a world apart but together in the heart mm. oh damn, that
3: was good henry <laughs> right and on, it's though. like we're all it's like we're all drinking at a bar we just all aren't full. We can't touch each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank god because i know how i know how cody gets after a few drinks at the bar he's a little touchy it's pretty rowdy dude that's very pretty rowdy, rowdy. <laughs> well, what are we drinking this evening, gentlemen? I'll start.
0: I'm drinking Uh, a uh, number one tequila extra Añejo, and uh, this is, uh, if you guys remember, uh, last week we talked about it a little bit. Um, Robert and I did a uh, live stream uh, for number one tequila, and uh, they gave us a bottle uh, for that stream, and we almost drank the whole thing. (laughs) It's really, really good, and the smoothest. I'm not normally a tequila guy, so um, the fact that I'm sitting here drinking working on a glass of it, and been working through... I got this bottle, like, two days ago.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, uh, that you've been working... I mean, mine looks the same as yours, and you just got it,
0: so... (laughs) It's really good, man. And, uh, yeah, I was pumped. I ordered this bottle when I got home from uh, the live stream that me and Robert did, and it came in the other day, and I've been enjoying it. Uh, It's amazing. So, if you want to indulge yourself um you can order this online or find it at a uh, total wine right
3: yeah yep
0: so and then when this is done i've got a glass of
4: titos as well so
3: <laughs> just mixing it up yeah got it on lock man
4: yeah it's got the whole game on lock
0: i don't want to drink the there whole bottle because i want to i want to try to stretch it out
3: a little bit but yeah bobby what you got uh, i am drinking a uh, robert non-ice tea this evening Oh, it's, oh, been a, it's been I a while those. since I've had one, because um, I actually haven't been drinking a lot of hard alcohol, uh, a lot more beer lately, but it's um, its really refreshing right now, and it's if you don't know what a Robert John iced tea is... Changed my life. It's... Uh, Henry knows. Henry knows all about it. I do. It's uh, Jack Daniels with... Oh, yes, Andrew?
1: Oh, sorry. I was waving hi to my uncle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um it's uh it's jack daniels uh with soda
3: water and bitters and a lemon the a. lemon a. is uh kind of crucial to the whole aspect ratio of the drink a. A, a great
4: mixed drink although when i get it i order it with bullet so jack mm. i get the Pepsi. that makes
3: it a henry iced tea not a robert john iced tea, <laughs> iced tea. There you go. Damn.
0: henry do you do the Sounds uh with, with the rye or just the regular
4: i with do bullet.
3: the bourbon nice bullet bourbon.
4: that's yeah. my that's my weapon of choice with that concoction but it's great
2: what about you Warren nice uh, well since I went to docent this weekend I am drinking it's called the rabbit habit their double IPA Ooh. and uh, and he warned me at the brewery that uh that it, it creeps on you and it definitely does creep on you it tastes like if you if you didn't know it was a double IPA, you'd think it was a nice, light, easy-drinking IPA, and then after a couple of them, you would be like, hey, these are really starting to kick in here, and uh experienced that a little bit this weekend. So Yeah, it's it a great beer, though. A lot of their beers do that.
1: Yeah. Does it creep more like a TLC or more like a Radiohead?
2: Uh, it uh, creeps like a TLC.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, on the down low. Yeah. The cre- cre- radio <laughs> creep is a little bit more slow. A little drawn out. TLC's a little bit more in your face. Anyway. Oh, wow. Cody, what are you drinking? Oh, uh, shit. Uh, I'm
5: drinking <laughs> some... Uh, this is a Single Hill Crowler. Yeah. So, uh, you guys know Ty from my band. He started this brewery in Yakima. And, um, yeah, they've... Obviously, they've been shut down. We're still in phase one beer which is kind of wild so everything's still closed down but uh they're peddling beer out of the back of their they have an ambulance and they just turn the little thing on and drive around like a ice cream wagon basically
1: (laughs) hilarious I
5: mean, i don't think they really do that but that's how i buy it that's pretty awesome the
1: beer man is here the beer man is here
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) quick daddy give me a 20
1: we're <laughs> a lot of British guys in uh I don't. Sorry, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Washington.
5: For sure. For sure. <laughs> uh, so Henry, what are you drinking?
4: Oh well, thank nice. you for asking. Nice. Thank you. I am. Uh, I'm drinking a Guinness extra stout. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Guinness, but it this has more alcohol and tastes more like a stout.
1: I'm proud of you for not drinking pilsner.
4: I it was either I was either I was like, hold on a second, I've had a trimmer pilsner on the podcast three times already and I have one trimmer pilsner and one Guinness Extra Stout. And I was like Andrew's just gonna be mad at me the whole podcast if I get the Pilsner. <laughs> I just already know that.
1: I'm glad that I've been beard guilting you into making better selections.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you
3: drinking, Andrew? Uh, I'm drinking is there, soda water is snob is with is lime.
1: And a tequila, Casadoras. Hold on. Say that one more time, please. Sodor with a lime and Casadoras. Ooh. Nice. Sounds Sounds refreshing. refreshing. It's good. I'm almost out of that bottle. Oh, so um, first I want to acknowledge some drinks that are going on in the chat. So we got Bruce drinking gin as usual, Michael drinking some beam, Dwayne is balling with the Blantons yeah, over there. dude. Mr. Mijo, Papa you know,
3: Mijo.
1: Put, put in the chat what you're drinking. Say some cheers to us. Um, so, like I said, it was my girlfriend's birthday, and I got her a blender. And so I've never owned a blender that actually, like, works before. It's usually all those crappy ones that, like, can barely crush ice. I'm so excited to have my summer of mixed drinks. So, maybe for the next couple weeks, I'll make like some kind of the worst girly islandy mixed drink I could possibly have on here, and have like a pina colada or something like that.
0: You need to make like is the, the kind of blender like
1: a, that,
0: like a pino colada. Right? One question.
3: Go ahead. Is Robert. it the kind of blender that like John got?
1: No, John's blender is much better than mine. Oh, okay. That is like the Rolls-Royce of blenders. It's the, well, it makes the uh, Jimmy Buffer-Garitaville blender. <laughs> and you you control your ice-to-drink ratio at any given moment, if it needs more ice, you can just crack right ice. <laughs> yeah, that thing's a tank. But, uh, yeah, I haven't used this thing yet, but I'm excited too. Do you
2: have, like, a big plastic, oddly-shaped, translucent cup that you
1: pour it in? <laughs> you mean, like... A weird cocktail glass?
2: Yeah, something. I feel like every time you pour one of those sorts of drinks into something, it has to be like a certain shape and super like two feet
1: long. Yeah, and shit could like could that. also
2: double as a vase if necessary. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um I will now. I have vases. <laughs> it might be the size of a pitch uh, one of those fishbowl drinks. I might be drinking like, you know, nine drinks at once by accident, but Yeah, there you go. Or like a hand grenade, like some kind of festive glass from Vegas or something.
3: That's fun. Well, and since we're on the topic of drinks, and our guest here has something cool going on on his side, which involves beverages. Cody, do you want to talk to us about your new adventure, your new endeavor when it comes to uh, beverages? I, I I do. I do want to uh
5: we haven't really announced very much about it uh due to timing kind of um but yeah we're starting another brewery in central washington and it's myself and joe Catron who you know you know joe from the band he played hand drums and the crooks and um, now he works in the hop industry and so he found this really cool like early nineteen hundreds barn that's in our hometown Sila and it's next to this other shop and we're connecting the two buildings and um leaving it exactly like it was so you'll kinda walk into an old barn with belt driven fans and you know hay and stuff. Nice. <laughs> but uh yeah so we're we're excited about it. It's probably not gonna happen until like next March. We've got a ton of work to do but um yeah another Another uh, little side side venture.
3: Nice, that's awesome. Right. Do you have a name for the brewery yet? The name's the only thing that I probably shouldn't say yet. All right, okay. We'll keep it under wraps. We'll have you back on to announce the name of it.
1: Can we guess the name? If yeah. we get it, can you can you can you say that we got it? Yeah, I'll, I'm pretty I'll sure mark. we're not going to guess it. But is it Cody Brew?
2: Nope, <laughs> I like that. Is it BB Uh-oh, Brew? No. Is it Cody BB Brew?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> you,
2: you got it. You got it. Co- Cody <laughs> Brewby. Oh, Brube, I like by that. BB Brewby. I like that.
0: Brews like <laughs>
4: yeah. Brube.
0: B- Brube, by Brews by BB. Yeah. BB's Brews.
5: Brews by BB. That's yeah. Yeah. Bruce? BB's Brews. BB's Brews. BB's Brewhouse. Well, uh, keep them coming and send me an email with, with the rest of <laughs> your It's all of the names just listed. Yeah. It's going
1: to yeah. be a long email, yeah, dude. It's, it's going to be like Perfect.
0: a CVS receipt, just five miles on.
1: <laughs> Are you sure it's not uh, Cody Brew? I'm pretty sure you're lying at this point.
5: <laughs> yeah, you'll never know.
1: Oh, that's okay. I'm excited. You guys are so good at, like, making an aesthetic, you know what I mean? Like, I love going to, you know, your guys' events and your places you really want to put it together and make it look like something cool. So, I've always loved, like, you know, your green rooms and your, you know, your backstage areas, and you guys know how to put a place together. So, I'm sure it'll be awesome.
5: Yeah, Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Chinook Fest is easy, though, because it's just, you, you know, river, trees, it's, it's pretty easy to put it together a good aesthetic, but I really I do appreciate that.
1: The <laughs> catches <laughs> out there, you know, like I, you make it look nice. I think it looks nice.
3: Thanks, dude. <laughs> we enjoy it. Yeah, very I, definitely
1: we
5: enjoy it. I wish I could take the credit for that, but I, I, I have nothing nothing to do with that
1: part. No one else is here from Chinook Fest, and unless they're yeah, listening, any, like you could take all, all the credit. I'll take all. Of <laughs> <laughs> no. <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> obviously we love your whole team and everything so cool
5: well i made a i made like a handshake uh probably two o'clock in the morning deal with robert probably like four years ago that you guys could come back every year so barring any other pandemics you know i'll see you in 2021
1: yes (laughs) are you guys gonna do any sort of like live stream content have you guys talked about that
5: yeah, it's interesting with our with our video company. Um, my bass player and I started a production company, and so we've actually invested in a bunch of live streaming production equipment so that we can do really nice um, multicam shoots and do all the stuff. So uh, we're actually working on a documentary. So you guys know the Larry Markwart character. We're making a documentary about Larry Markwart. Yeah, that's awesome. And then we're going to have like a live stream um, airing of that documentary. And we'll play, like the Crooks will play a little bit. And then we're actually going to reach out to you guys and a bunch of others and just have you guys send in some, you know, well-wishings and stuff for the Chinook Fest family because we can't all be together. So I'm going to do that, I think, the Thursday before the festival so that everybody can go out and camp on their own and kind of still have some semblance of, of what Chinook Fest means to them, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah.
1: Can I ask you more questions about the Larry Marquardt documentary? Yes, please do. <laughs> Are you doing it like a Spinal Tap? Like he's a real person? Like yes. And oh my god! Oh my god! I love this already. <laughs> oh my god! Can you describe what the character is, just for people who don't know? The audience isn't big. Don't be ruining any surprises by you know. Yeah.
5: No, I felt good. Uh, so Ty plays harmonica in my band, and he. Like, 2011, we were on the road in South Carolina, I think, and he was always jotting these notes down, and we used to go bird hunting together, and he he was like, man, I want to make this outdoor TV show, but it's, like, this kind of asexual fella that doesn't really have a good sense of himself, but he thinks he does, and he had all this, like, plot line already worked out. And so we recorded these videos in the woods along the tour and then came back, and, you know, they have probably hundreds of views after 10 years, but... (laughs) Um, when we started the festival, we were like, well, the festival needs a mascot. So Larry Marquardt became that mascot. Now we do like any of our informational stuff at the festival. We just have him do it. And then, like 2016, we had a an election or a mock election where it was him running against nobody else for the Chinook Fest groundskeeper and, you know, all this different shit. So documentaries, uh, we wanted a way to kind of tell the history of the festival, but without it being a boring documentary so we're going to try to do that through the like lens of of larry and it's just him out there taking care of the chinook fest grounds and then he finds out that COVID happened and he's just like distraught right so <laughs> this whole like journey of him like doing zoom meetings and thinking back and having all these thoughts of lucas nelson sturgill and you guys and um and then he figures that he needs to like write a song for the Shnook Fest family, right? So it's this like hero's journey, <laughs> uh, but he's just this, you know, he's just a groundskeeper. So it's like you know he's doing his laundry and like a bunch of random shit. So yeah, I think Spinal Tap, Trailer Park Boys, you know, kind of.
1: That's the best thing. I was yes. thinking Trailer Park Boys yeah. before you said it, but yeah. <laughs> Spinal Tap. It's the like you can't believe it's real, but if you present it as real. You know, or almost like The Office or something like that, like a mockumentary. You have to do it, and the way to do it, because you guys are video people and so am I, you have to do it so seriously. Like, there can't be a (laughs) moment that it doesn't feel serious or it all falls apart, right? Like, you have to treat him, and and Ty is so good at that character, and he gets in the character and just stays there on a stage in front of a thousand people, you know what I mean? So, yeah. He's so good at that, so I uh, I think it's going to be great. I'm so excited <laughs> to see that.
5: Yeah, thanks, man. You uh, know, we got a lot of work ahead of us to get all that together. We also want to pull together a, t- a ton of the unreleased footage. I mean, we have so much content that we just don't get to, you know? You get done with a festival and you have three or four cameras shooting every stage, and then you're like, shit, man, we got to get back to work on the other stuff, or, you know, we'd go right back on the road after that or something, mm-hmm. so try to go and comb through all of that old content and pull out some of the good ones, you know?
1: Do you own that? Like, are you allowed to post say like Lucas Nelson from four years ago or whatever?
5: Honestly, I I don't really know how that works because I mean, everybody posts concert videos, right? And they're there, uh, you mm-hmm. know? So I, I think doing it as a professional entity might, there might raise a question, but the biggest plays that we have are a Scribble Simpson video that we posted from him playing live, and it's kind of shitty quality, but it, we just shot it on the hip, and he wasn't who he was, who he is now at the time, you know? Mm. So we were like, well, grab a couple of songs. <laughs> and uh, so I think it has like 300,000 plays on YouTube or something, but um, they haven't taken it down yet.
1: So. Yeah, awesome. Nice. <laughs> yeah,
5: <laughs> I guess we'll see.
1: <laughs> I think as long as you link back to people, people are pretty cool, right?
5: Yeah, I think for the most part.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we just lost Henry, but right before his most important part where we uh, (laughs) listen to some music. (laughs) We're just going to surprise you with the song. We're all going to be surprised. Steve and Henry can give the lesson after the (laughs) song plays. Yes.
3: Oh, so we're just going to play it without an introduction, and we're just going to find out what we're listening to. I like it. Yep. So it's, a, it's a, do
0: that
1: or like a Wikipedia really fast, like a hole Wandering oh, in
0: the dark. You got three, three minutes ah. and 33 seconds. And here we go. interesting.
1: I almost want to get all of our reactions before you explain yeah, yeah. everything. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, me yeah, well, yeah, yeah. too. Okay, so Steve, what yeah. do you think? Yeah. Song. Well, I'm I'm
0: just in my head. Hey, wait. So my first question is: is the lyric "fuck you"? <laughs> Are they saying <laughs> "fuck you, Scarlet Warrior"? I'd Because that's what it sounds like to know. me. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> and then, like, you have kids on stage and stuff. But I like to think, I'm in my mind's eye, I'm picturing, like, you know, a couple, like, you know, six-foot-four, you know, very large, very robust men singing all of the kids' parts, like, on tour. Because, like, how could you bring, like, a children's choir on tour and swear like that, you know? Like, I don't know. I th- it was, it was interesting, man. It's definitely, like, a yep, like yep. cacophonous, you know... <laughs> Casserole of sound, Robert.
3: Uh Well, the first thing I said was, "Is this serious?" Because uh, it sounds like like the music that'd be playing in like a haunted mansion. Like that's like I don't know. Like that was scary at first. Then like it goes into like something that sounds like it could be a real song. It's yeah. kind of just goes, like, then it goes straight back into the creepy kids singing to you. <laughs> like I mean, I feel like it, during like the month of October would be fine, but right now I just like. <laughs> um and i think i but that, that being said i think it was probably the best song that could be played without an introduction for all yeah. of us yeah absolutely um yeah. it might have worked in my favor that my internet crashed is what you're saying yeah what about you war
2: yeah i don't know it was pretty uh it was pretty psychedelic it's definitely like 670s rock and then it had like the little like pan flute thing kind of sounded like a like a like a, a theme song for like a campground, and then it goes to like that other part <laughs> that's like completely different. It's like rocking. It's like, oh well, this is kind of all over the place. It's like I almost want to say Frank Zappa-esque obscene, but it doesn't really sound like Frank uh, Frank Zappa thing, just like throwing so much shit together. It's like, here's a left turn from what you just heard, which is pretty cool. Definitely <laughs> never <not>? heard that. <laughs> Why not? It's the '70s.
3: It's like Salute Your Shorts meets like Scream. Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) It's like what mushrooms feels like, but with sound.
5: Thoughts on
1: this song?
0: Uh, This is my first podcast with
5: you guys, so I wasn't really sure what to
1: expect. Um, Even
5: better. uh, (laughs) Of all the songs that I've heard this evening, it's one of them, and I. (laughs) (laughs) It is definitely a song. (laughs) I, I really just loved watching you just kind of like giggling while we were all listening. It was great.
4: I, I couldn't stop laughing. I really enjoyed watching your guys' faces because I was like, when I picked this song, I was like, oh no, it's definitely got to be this song. Like this is the best song that I could possibly pick to put on this podcast <laughs> off of this record. How'd you feel, Andrew?
1: <laughs> so i have Put chat that sounded like the Civil War had sex with the 70s. (laughs) And then Henry then said, Yeah, isn't it great? (laughs) No, it's not great. It's super weird. That's what's so great about it. All right. So, why is
4: this? uh, What is so? That was the Velvet Turner group. That was Scarlet Warrior by the Velvet Turner group. And here's the interesting thing about Velvet Turner. Velvet Turner was supposedly the lone understudy of Jimi Hendrix.
2: There you go. Nice. He was
4: a student of. He literally studied under Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix like helped teach him how to play guitar. Wow. Supposedly, that is what the story, How the story goes. They met in Brooklyn before Hendrix got famous. And then when Hendrix got famous, apparently he got invited to all his shows and he would brag to everybody like, oh yeah, I know Jimi Hendrix, we're homies and blah, blah, blah. And apparently nobody believed him except for this one guy, Richard Lloyd, who later played in a group called Television, which in certain circles is a pretty influential kind of punk, kind of rock kind of group, and uh, apparently showed him some tricks that to like the Jimi Hendrix style, basically. And so, uh, when Hendrix passed away, uh, Velvet Turner wanted to do his own thing, or he—he, he, I guess, he got a new source of motivation for it. And most of the record is very Hendrixy. Like that is like that is like an exceptionally weird sounding song on that record. And that's why I picked it because I was like, I want to pick something different because I feel like I just always pick like. 70s hard rock stuff to play, and yeah, so it's definitely different. I just want to do something different. Cool. It's different, right? And it's definitely the most unique sounding song on that record. And uh, Velvet Turner is not very well known at all. It's pretty obscure. Um, I have the record on vinyl, and it's a very, very collectible album. Uh, it just got reissued for Record Store Day, and that's why I got it. Because I was like, oh, it's a Jimi Hendrix guy. Like I'm gonna just buy this on impulse. It's actually a really cool record. I actually really dig it. Um, it's it's super weird, but also super fun to listen to. And definitely there's a ton of nods to Hendrix throughout the record. So naturally, I love it. Uh, so that's kind of the story, basically. And uh, he passed away at the age of 49 uh, in the year 2000. And uh, just kind of never really broke it big. But is sort of this fabled understudy of Jimi Hendrix, basically. That kind of wanted to do his own thing, and I just thought that was the most interesting but concise song that I could possibly play. And uh, well, the reactions that I saw on your guys' basis were totally worth it. <laughs> well, thanks
0: for sharing, man. That was that was cool. It you was should check out the record. It's definitely it's not pretty what cool. I was expecting. It's a really
4: cool, so cool. record. It's a, the it's a, again. Really interesting yeah. tidbit of rock and roll history that people don't really know about. It's just, it's just another obscure thing that kind of flew under the radar, and it's a it's a just a fun record to listen to, and it's on all the streaming and shit. So
1: it was pretty impressive. Bruce in the chat immediately said, Velvet Turner understudied Jimmy." Yeah, so I think Bruce is pretty knowledgeable. We had Michael saying, please tell us the backstory of gold. And this is just a good time to look at this anyways. We did a record release podcast. If you actually subscribe to the podcast and don't just watch the live stream where we did the backstory of all the songs. Mm. So um, I don't, do you know what episode that is, Steve? Uh, I will
0: check right now. Uh, actually, so it was a really
1: cool live stream. It was episode we 37. The audio.
0: Episode 37.
1: So episode 37. Way back to episode 37. We, yeah. yeah. We talked about all the songs that we wrote and how they can be. And it's like one of the best episodes of the podcast we ever did. We live streamed it in front of, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think hundreds of our fans. So that was pretty fun. And if you'd like to hear any of the songs, go back and check that out.
0: Yeah. And that's yep. available uh, on Spotify and Spotify podcast and Apple podcasts. Um, and I believe like the Google Play podcast and uh, wherever you find your podcast. And Henry's podcast. History Lesson uh, playlist is also available. Um, if you're listening on one of those podcast streaming services, it's in the description. And I'm going to post it up here, uh, a link to that uh, on the Facebook comments uh, for you guys to check out and Enjoy. More it is than growing 45. every day, or
4: every week, every yeah. week. New stuff on there. Uh, trying to trying to change up every week. Add something from some different places and it's a the really the, really the world of history.
0: Really rad music uh, compilation of tunes that Henry's put together over the last almost year.
4: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It has almost been a year, and time sure flies, man. Yeah, man. Damn
1: sure does. So, Cody, this is about the time of the episode we focus towards you. I have a fun game to play at the end, uh, but we obviously want you to tell as much of your story as we possibly can because we think you're a pretty interesting dude and we, you know, we've spent a lot of time with you over the years and love what you do and love your story. So, how did The Crooks start? Like, where where did that even begin? What year did you guys uh, become a band when did you start getting into music, uh,
5: we kind of all came out of the same college. We all went to Washington State University, and then I moved to Seattle and didn't want to go down the path that I had got the degree in. So, um, just started playing at some bars and stuff over there, and then we got what we thought was this massive gig at the Nectar Lounge, and so I called a buddy of mine from college, Aaron, our piano player, and. It was just me and him and a hand drummer, Joe. I think Greg was playing guitar at the time, and uh, I was like, well, and we had a drummer um that I hadn't played with in a long time, chris green and so we brought all these guys together, and then Aaron's like, Well,, you know, I could probably play bass on the keys, but it'd be better if we didn't. So we called Eric Miller, and I hadn't really I'd only met him at school, but um He's an insane guitar player, had never played bass before that, and then he just jumped in and he's played bass in the band ever since. But, um, yeah, it that first show, there were seven of us on stage all of a sudden. And, uh, you know, for us, being out of Seattle and then trying to tour the West Coast and doing what we did, I think for us, what was so nice is that we all, a lot, a lot like you guys, I think, just the adventure of it, the lifestyle and – and just the ability to like travel and see other parts of the world, and you know, and, and be engulfed in that in those different cultures. That was that was kind of how we measured our success, you know. So that was it. I mean, once we we all kind of moved into the same house together and then made it work, you know. Um, started you playing, guys like live together. Uh, the the majority of us, yeah. There were five of us out of the seven lived together in and, Seattle. In Seattle, yeah, and then. Two girlfriends or three girlfriends.
1: Oh my God. That. I mean, it was <laughs> like, like a whole commune going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah. Yeah. So that that was just like such a good time, man. Um, you know, and then touring and doing all that stuff. And then the band changed over the years. Greg, Greg left pretty early. Ty left. Um, and then he's back in the band now. Joe, Joe left. He's still a part of the band, too. Um, but yeah, we picked up Brian Paxton, our. Our new drummer, as of two (laughs) thousand thirteen, and he—we had played in some shows with him and his other band, and we all got along really well. And he has one of the most beautiful beards I've ever seen. So we're like, "Come on in, be (laughs) part of the band." And um, and then the
3: newest—yeah,
5: criteria met. It uh, was over. It was exceeded actually. Um, And then the, the newest member of the band was late 2013 and that was Skyler Hall. So um, since then there's pretty much five of us we play like if we're touring or anything that's the five of us touring and then Ty and Joe come play regional shows we can. Um, But you know we've all we all have families now and uh, I just had a daughter my first kid and she's two months old and so honestly you know it's a it's an interesting kind of new transition and um, but we are working on a new record, have been for the last, like, two years. But piecing it together with stuff that we've done in Nashville and things that we've done in Seattle. So um, I'm really excited for that to eventually come out whenever we can go out and actually play shows and stuff again, you know. So.
1: That's awesome. That, uh, yeah. Um, at what point did you start putting on Chinook Fest? Because it's, what, eight years old now? <laughs>
5: uh yeah i think we would have we would have been going into our ninth
1: year here in september
5: um and we started the festival in 2012 i think that's how yeah, it was. yeah. and it was just a mountain party that we kind of put on for our fans up there and then it worked and the next year we did it again and um we really just wanted to bring something to central washington that you know would bring some culture and bring some influence from outside of the of the northwest and so it started out with just our friends bands, you know. I mean, we were in a unique position. <laughs> we were in a unique position to be able to to bring a bunch of people together that were insanely good musicians and the nice part about it is we were able to kind of vet them for whether we would get along with them, you know, and if they would kind of it's a family-run event, so you know, do they fit the vibe of what we are what we're all about, you know, or are we all going to kind of hug and be family at the end of this thing and um, no assholes. So that that's been a that's been the model for our success. I think is just bringing good people together. But and then,
6: yeah, like,
5: oh, <laughs> I was gonna say uh, in 2012, yeah, I met um, Blake Noble, Australian guitarist, and um, and then we started another band, Rest on the Rails, which the other dudes were just um, showing some things about, and uh, so we did that for a couple years. Crooks went to Europe and toured in 2015 and then kind of took a hiatus for a bit. And that was when Rust on the Rails kind of picked up. And then we went to Europe and did some things. And um, it's pretty different sounding music, but still in kind of the same vein. And just, a, really, just such a fun like outlet for me because I got to do something a little bit different. But mm. uh, And Blake is, I mean, you guys know Blake. He's like a ninja, man.
0: Insanely so talented. That, yeah.
5: yeah i would just kind of hang back on the side and watch him work
1: <laughs> that group was so interesting i love the crooks Rest on the rails was just its own beast because everyone was like so different mm-hmm. and you couldn't have that band with all the individual pieces mm. yeah it was such like a an odd thing that works so well together. So I loved watching the band play because Blake plays didgeridoo and like slaps a lot on the guitar. And then like Chris is a a completely different drummer than Brian was. And um, just all the differences. And I love the crooks for uh, all the heavy riffs, everything that the songwriting that it was uh, for us on the rails was like an interesting like sight to see, you know, as a, because it was like, I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah.
6: Yeah.
5: When we were early into that band, it was us. And it was Blake and I kind of as the core. And then Tim Snyder on violin. And <laughs> that guy's a, he's just a beast um, and plays with not and medicine for the people now and doing great. And then our drummer was Scott Mercado from Candlebox. And he played Hammered dulcimer mm-hmm. while he was playing oh,
1: <laughs> remember yeah. that? And then, uh, the that no, yeah. Yeah. He the 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 I remember because yeah. we played at the Crocodile uh, when that band was doing its thing, and Scott yeah. was playing drums. Um, and he was the nicest guy, he's like the soft spoken and the nicest yeah. guy. And he just I saw him playing that weird instrument, it has a bunch of strings, and you hit it with hammers. Yeah. and yeah. Uh, He's like, oh, do you want to try it out? And I'm like, sure, it looks amazing. And he's like, it's the skulls <laughs> I'm yeah. like, why oh, is it that? And it had these two amazing engraved skulls in the middle of this beautiful, like, mountain instrument. Yeah. So called the skullsummer.
5: <laughs> it was cool getting to play with him. I mean, you know, candle box in the 90s is like as big as you can get, really. I mean, um, but just super humble guy. And just we all got along really well. And then, he had some other things that came up, and we just Blake and I kind of took it a different direction. But, um, yeah, a ton of respect for him.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And then uh, how do you guys go from – because I feel like this is a thing for a lot of people. In the festival circuit when you're doing Chinook Fest, at what point do you just decide to go from, like, oh, this is just going to be a local festival in central Washington. We're going to have a bunch of friends band play or whatever great local talent I can get to – we're going to take this huge risk of getting a headliner like a, a headliner that is a you know uh, pretty big level headliner and have them headline the festival because you know that's something we struggle with putting on stuff down here it's like okay are we going to roll the dice and like get a big headliner for this thing or no
5: yeah that's trial and error I think I mean we we started another festival Schnuff Summit which was we were trying to market towards the Seattle crowd and uh, we had Alan Stone come play. X ambassadors had just like started to blow up. They came. I don't know. There were a number of like headline quality acts at that point in time. And we risked a lot of money and the weather was terrible. And uh, we just, you know, marketing in Seattle is a different deal and we weren't ready for it. So, you know, we, we learned that one the hard way, but we learned it early enough to, be able to make a lot better calculated decisions as far as that's concerned. Um, and then we just kind of slowly stepped that up um, and got lucky on a couple occasions. We were always, the nice part about touring was we were watching who was doing what, where, you know, and um, Sergio Simpson was one that uh, I don't even, I can't even tell you how much we got him for. I mean, it was like crazy. And then I, I don't know. I saw a video. We'd already spent all of our budget on the entertainment. I was like, I have a good feeling. This guy is going to be great for our crowd. That's all we made the decision based on. And then within that summer, you know, he was on like every late night show and everything else. And he honored the contract, flew into Seattle, drove over. He was like in the state of Washington for a total of 18 hours. Wow. Played the show. And we didn't even have him in a headlining spot. He played at like four o'clock, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and just killed it. And, it was interesting though, because all of a sudden we had all these new people there, and we're like, "Wow, this is kind of crazy." They actually, you know, because a lot of the time you're rolling the dice on is it the experience people are paying for, or are they paying for somebody in the lineup? And when you have a hundred and some dollar festival ticket, it has to be the entire lineup and the experience that come together for somebody to make a buying decision, you know. Um, and we've we've surveyed the crowd each year, and we've come to find out that the music is actually the third reason that people make the buying decision. Mm. So, so we make, now we make kind of calculated decisions based on that and we used to be really diverse and now we're kind of trying to hone that in a little bit on, on one kind of sound and as you do that, then as those top headliners start to stack up at the top, then someone sees that and they're like, okay, well I know those four names and so I'll make the buying decision trusting that the rest are gonna be similar or
6: mm. something that I'm
5: gonna like, right? Um, so yeah, we've we've uh, just kind of strategically done that. And each year you take a little risk. But the nice part is, is as you do it year over year, you can start to look back on the numbers and say, okay, well, by this time we should have sold this many tickets to stay on par with where we are this last year. And just kind of watch that as it progresses, you know, throughout the year and kind of then come March, April, we're making those buying decisions on the bigger artists and you still are rolling the dice. And most of the time we can't afford... We can't afford the, like, household names. So we're trying to really strategically find the guys or ladies that are going to go to that next level before the festival
1: hits or right after.
5: We're just, you know, we're, re- we're really banking on you guys. But.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we had the festival in Europe shot right now. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> no, but you've, uh, the the... The amount of talent you've been able to, like, get right before they hit is phenomenal. You guys are keeping an eye in a way that, you know, I don't think a lot of people are. And so, uh, and then also on the other side of the thing, the reason we keep coming back is we loved it so goddamn much, you know? Yeah,
5: Yeah, it's not like it's a really easy trip for you
1: guys to make, and it's not like we pay you that much. (laughs)
5: I don't tell anybody. We get, I, we, don't we, yeah. We, you know? we, get, like, we get paid out in, oh, in many other ways.
3: Yeah. Don't say
6: that.
3: <laughs> yeah. But it, it's also like the fact, like it's not in our backyard. Like we can't yeah. get there in two hours, but the trip up there doesn't even seem like it matters because we know what we're going to go do. Yeah. Yeah. Like we know we're going to Chinook fest. Okay. Who flies up? Who drives up? Like it's, it's, it, it, the other reason that we want to do it is to be up at Chinook Fest. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, you guys created like a really <clears throat> amazing thing up there, which is the reason why we had a late night handshake. And
6: <laughs>
3: yeah, we hope to play there every time we can. You know, yeah. and yeah. it kind of works out because this year we weren't be, we weren't able to make it. Yeah. Um, but we planned that because we knew there's going to be a pandemic because we got. We got in with the deep state and we knew it was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See you. See you. Um,
0: <laughs> but it is so a beautiful fun. family vibe that, that you guys build up there, man. And like, that's, that's what keeps us coming back. Cause it's, you know, if, if a whole year might pass between when we see you guys and, and everybody that, that runs the festival and, and, uh, helps out to to ensure things run smoothly and the other bands that play and, And, but there's no time lost as soon as we show up, it's like, we're right back. Like it was just the last weekend was the last weekend and we just went to work for a week, but it's been, it had been an entire (laughs) year sometimes. Like that's so rare, you know, and that's really just a testament to, to what you guys have built and how you, you know, carry yourselves and the intention behind what you guys are doing. And we just, we just love it, man. Thanks, man. Yeah.
5: Well, when it uh, when it starts feeling like
0: Groundhog's Day, you
3: just let me know.
0: <laughs> right. I will. Like every, every year is
3: like a band. We, you know, like you know, the first few years we just went up there and it was great, and and now we've now we've got the RJ TW compound. <laughs> yeah. that we've had the past couple of years. You know, it's like every year just keeps getting better and better, and 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 we enjoy it even more and more so cuz cause cause, you know you 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 go up there and you meet people the first year you see them again the second year so now after doing this for how many years you know now we're getting to know even more people so now when we get up there the family keeps growing and growing and growing mm-hmm. and growing uh and it it's just a it's a it's it's feels like the family camping trip almost you know
5: yeah our our goal you know as a band it's like we we have a really unique opportunity to be able to treat bands the way that we would want to be treated. And, um, you know, like you guys mentioned, the water bottles. I mean, that's Liberty well, Bottle Works is from Yakima, and they're just an amazing sponsor that got behind us year one. And so each year we just like, okay, well, now even if it costs us money, like, what are we doing to make sure the bands are excited and treated the best that they can be treated? Um, And that kind of just goes out from there, right? Because I think the crowd can feel that, too. Um, As far as the energy on stage and everything, it's, um, yeah, it's a pretty special deal, man. I I am really sad it's not going to happen this year. And I just, you know, I was thinking about it the other night, just thinking about being on stage there. And it's it's bittersweet, I guess, uh, because, you know, we all, hopefully, I guess it's not bittersweet. It just sucks. But, um, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, so, you know, uh, it'll give us an extra extra year to plan again, I guess. But um, I don't know. The the entertainment industry right now and where everything's heading, who knows where everything's heading, you know? So I think um, at the very least, we know that it brings people together. And, uh, you know, our, our crowd is very much like you've got pretty right-wing, like, country folk, and then you have pretty left left-leaning, you know, just like a more liberal side. And you start to see, you know, on Facebook, everybody's griping about this, griping about that. And you're like, man, what is going to happen when these people come together? And there's actually been times where I've been like, fuck, what, what is this going to be like? Right. Um, the nice part about it is, is that the, there's a pretty sweet little middle spot there where music can kind of bring those two sides together. And yeah, uh, I just kind of, you know, I wish that as a country we could do that a little bit more, but um even if we just do it for three days in September, um, that it emanates out from there and then, you know, those people that are completely different on paper end up becoming friends and family, you know, which is mm-hmm. pretty awesome.
1: That's great. I think that's what you have to do too. I yeah, I I've had the same thought, uh, which is basically like what is this stuff doing that everyone's commenting and posting? Like are you really changing someone's mind by calling them an asshole every five seconds does that really do anything or do we need to create that community that really brings those people together like you're doing it you know you're doing the thing that you know people dream they can do which is bringing those two sides together and you're doing it in a way that's supernatural and fun you know instead of just sort of pointing the finger and blaming, which I just don't like seeing, you know, I, I, because I don't think it works. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that statement that you know, the thing you know, you're creating a place where people can actually just like relax and come together and not worry about those things so much and just enjoy something together. It's like the first step to becoming friends.
5: Yeah. I think, uh, yeah we're all just everybody's so divided man and you know the world kind of wants us to be that way because it's good for all the agendas but um you know (laughs) i don't know we'll just do our little part and um our our goal has always been like make something and i i think you know with music i think every musician or at least my assumption is because i feel this way but um that you you know i have to write songs and want to Be able to leave some sort of a legacy because music lives forever. And, um, you know, when you can create something like a festival, and uh, maybe it was partly my idea, but it's really just like all the people that come and put it on and and keep coming back each year. And um, for it to kind of go outside of us and just see it kind of live on its own, that's like the greatest feeling ever, you know, Um, whether there's a legacy component or not. Hopefully, it just, you know, helped some people here and there. So,
1: yeah, that's awesome. So, I uh, some fun Robert John Larek facts Ooh. with Chinook Fest. Number <laughs> yeah. one, Chinook Fest where we met Warren. Yep. So, we would not have a bass player right now without <laughs> Chinook Fest because we yeah. met Warren in Washington, yeah. even though he lives in Orange County.
2: On the, on the first, <laughs> yeah. day, and,
1: first day. And that was great tents, because, yeah. First,
2: yeah, we had never – met each other and were like, where are you guys from? It was like, Orange County. It was like, so are we. It took us all the way to get up to here to meet each other. And that bond lasted forever. Well, up until
5: this exact (laughs) moment. So far.
1: yeah. Uh, Fun fact number two is that uh, two of our photo shoots that have made it to almost all the press we've ever done were in Chinook Fest.
5: Nice.
1: And then Most of the clothes we wore were bought from Cameron, who's our friend who (laughs) deals Western wear at Chinook Fest. So it's extreme Western wear. We wouldn't be able to have it and develop our style without Chinook Fest because Cameron just, you know, always hooked it up and had the greatest, oddest pieces. For
4: sure.
2: (laughs) Chinook Fest was also the first place I had ever fly fly fished before. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Me too. And and I think we all went. I don't know if you guys had been before, but that was my first time. I think it was 2018. And so, I mean, I would assume that's probably Henry's first time, right? So there's probably a majority of the mm-hmm. band that it was also the first place we ever fly fish before. I've definitely flown fish way before that. <laughs> you've, flown, <laughs> flown, flown, you've flown a fish before? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
6: Well,
0: and uh, and Fest was where we ended up being recommended to Teenage Head Music, or because of Shindig uh, Sweet yeah. Kiss. Yeah, Sweet Kiss Mama uh, dropped our name in the hat with Manny, and that's the reason that uh, we got to connect with him, and the European touring even became an option on the on the table. Um, and that was after the first first year, right? That was that was what 2013 mm-hmm. and then we started talking about it in 2014 went out in 2015 because it mm-hmm. was uh was it funny me in the crooks first in january right with teenage head and then sweetest mom in february or was that swapped and then we were march 2015 yeah like that but yeah that's like opened up so many so many doors and you know been integral into getting us to where oh, we yeah. are today and where we continue to try to grow to man it's Incredible. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. That's Those are uh, those are cool stories.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think there is a Robert John the Wreck as it exists without Chinook Fest. It, lots of yeah. stuff happens there. John, our uh, friend, says that Chinook Fest is the place that he convinced us to get PR. And we <laughs> were so against it that he just decided <laughs> that he was going to pay for it. And it, as we started getting into our record... It was the best thing that ever happened to us. We were so stupid for telling him no. But we, I mean me, because we just <laughs> had his birthday recently, and he was like, remember when I said that PR was going to be the greatest thing that happened to you guys? You were just fighting me tooth and nail the whole time? So that also happened at Chinook Fest. Yeah. So I think it's just magic for us. Yeah. <laughs> and you are our good luck charm, and that festival is the thing where everything good happens for us. Yeah. So we will keep coming back and putting our quarter in the Chinook Fest slot machine every time because you just keep coming up triple sevens for us.
5: (laughs) Oh, that's awesome, man. I've I've heard, you know, there's a couple other, uh, like Matt Rieger, he joined the Little Little Smokies Mm -hmm. were playing. And then I think afterwards it was like Little Smokies, Lucas Nelson. And then Matt sat down because he was playing with Blake Noble band at the time. And then, like, right after that, he joined Little Smokies. And now they've just, I mean, they've blown up every year. So um, that was another kind of cool cool little deal. But a lot of babies made at Chinook Fest. (laughs) Um, A couple couple weddings. Last year we had three weddings that I didn't even know were happening in the campground.
1: Really? (laughs) I knew there was one, but I didn't know there was three. Yeah, three. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's just already there. You might as well get married.
3: Yeah, man. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> There's a portion of portion of last year that I don't remember, but
5: Yeah, me too. Yeah. That's fair. Did you get
3: these... married?
0: <laughs> nope. Not All yet. these <laughs> all these June babies, man. You know, you tra- tra- trace it yep. back nine months, man. Half of uh yep. central Washington's uh, you know, June birthday population probably all <laughs> in the last eight years is Probably all a direct result of what you've built. It's beautiful. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. No, you <laughs> had a hand. <laughs>
1: That's what um, we do. Well, I have my my game for tonight. Yeah, I'm <laughs> nervous. My game is. I'm excited,
0: but I'm nervous.
1: There's a famous song, and you have to decide whether it's a cover song or not a cover song.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And I feel like Henry would be the best at this. Just cause he has so much knowledge of these old school songs. Uh, <laughs> but he left <lost>
6: us. <laughs>
1: but he's gone now. Yeah, he can't yeah. even have the advantage because he doesn't even have internet that works apparently. So <laughs> <laughs> Fine, now are you guy. are you gonna play these songs or just say I'm not gonna the play them, I'm gonna say them. Okay. And if you don't know them, you can pass them to someone else who does. But oh. my guy got this.
0: Are we are we doing right. teams? We'll like you're the team. moderator and we're we want to do it like team-based where we can corroborate with each other? No,
1: no, no teams, no okay. teams. You can't dial friends. Yeah, you don't there's, have the, there's no you know, the audience. 2. It's not multiple ways. <laughs> all right. There's no wheels spinning. Yeah, yeah. Um, Should you got another drink for all right. So you have time. I'm going to ask Steve first and then i'm gonna be fucking terrible at this not of some of these things so i will give steve the easy ones i'm gonna try to do it according to how much knowledge i think you have okay okay i I, (laughs) I appreciate that so the first one is jimi hendrix for this is for steve the first one is jimi hendrix all along the watchtower is that a cover song or is it not a cover song
0: I'm going to say that was an original. No. Cody <laughs> you Fuck. I have no clue. That man. is
1: incorrect. Shit. All in the Watchtower was a Bob Dylan song. Ah. And I feel like a shitload of people in that era covered Bob Dylan songs. Yeah. Everyone in the chat, hold your answer until <laughs> you can all see it. Everyone I, I previously didn't well, look at the, at the chat little. window.
0: I'm not Okay. I'm not good. Gonna... Yeah. So just I'm make ra- I'm sure not I don't bruise Michael here. over there are going
1: to uh, get Hen- all these crap. Henry's back. Oh, trouble. shit, Henry's back.
0: Okay, Henry, quick
1: quick, quick rundown.
6: <laughs> <Henry, laughs> quick run down.
0: The, explain. The, yeah. the game we're playing is, Henry, uh, is it a cover or not a cover? He's going to give you an artist and a song. You have to say if their version of that song was a cover or not a cover.
3: Cool? Okay. Great. I was going to have okay, Andrew explain to so Henry so I could have
1: a good drink, but... Well, just <laughs> go now and then you'll have four people yeah, to get a drink. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. Okay, Henry... What did you do? You think? Well, now we have to do this. Henry, do you think Steve got this question right? <laughs> Is all along the watchtower a cover song or not a cover song? Recorded do think by Jimmy. You got it right? Oh man, that's that's
4: even that's like harder than if you ask.
1: <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> that's me. why I'm asking you that.
4: Oh man. No, he's he's know. asking if I. got And Bruce, right. I agree. That was super that, easy was, to
1: get harder.
0: That that was the that was the question. So, do you think I got that question right, or or that I? Fucked it up. I I think Steve got it right. I love you. I fucking <laughs> love you. Dude. Damn it. I was so wrong. <laughs> oh, never I, never, never really believe did. in
3: me, bro. You're you're good. I really believed in
1: you, dude. <laughs> that one's no good. I know Bobby. You're a, pill that one. <laughs> I'm
6: taking a pill to Andrew. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: You had to go to the store to get the pills to come back and that's why why just got <laughs> right for the yeah. last just to piss andrew off <laughs>
6: <laughs> just
3: to pills
4: andrew
0: off uh, so pills, pills off you just the pills uh, <laughs> off so pills Louis to be ready right
1: by the Kingsman. is it a cover song or not a cover song is this oh, for me boy this is for Luke. Robert yeah loop oh. loop like that one Lou Louis, Louis Louis. Oh, Louis, 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 no, 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 Louis, oh, Louis, 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 oh, yeah, yeah we gotta go.
0: Yeah, that's that one. Yeah,
6: right? yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Cody's laughing at me because he was thinking <laughs> that he's like, I don't think that's the right
3: one.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, which song are right. talking about? Um... Louis, Louis, <laughs> by the Kingsman but it by the
3: Kingsmen. I know the song, but I don't even know the Kingsmen, so um, I'm gonna go with original because I don't know who the Kingsmen are.
1: All you guys yeah. in the chat too. <laughs> Richard, Richard Berry originally performed by Rockin' Robin Roberts and the Whalers. Oh wow. Is it the same Whalers?
3: The Whalers. Wailer
1: yeah, it kind of silly, like because he was named Robert, like Robert Marley. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, go go you get your Robert drink. <laughs> so that was a that was a cover <laughs> right. song. Yeah, yeah, you, that was also a cover song. Yeah, Can you, you lost. You, you win, win
3: another I drink. Get the fuck out of here. Your, uh, go through your
1: beard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm or the, no, <laughs> no
0: I'm in there. Huh. Okay.
1: Okay, war. Are you ready? <laughs> I like I'm this ready. game. This is good. Let me find a good one over here. Bang and Gong by T Rex. Original or cover song?
2: How's that song going? Bang and Gong by T Rex is original.
1: Correct. Bang oh. the Gong by T Rex is an original song. Bang the Gong. Bang, Bang, good job. This Sorry. Is what Henry, I said before you got here, you're not allowed to play because <laughs> you're going to get all of them right. <laughs> I need to find a really... I need to find like a sound in
2: the That's the winning tone. Hey. Yeah, that, was, that was a good tone. Henry, what tone was that? Yeah, what note is this? That was a, That was a B-flat. Fuck you. Can somebody check that? <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> All my devices are being used right now. I don't think my guitar is... Are- it might, it might <laughs>
4: almost be a B, but it, yeah. I would... I'm Oh,
1: guessing. he's right. <laughs> uh, oh wow. I don't mean, think you can hear that. It's a little out of tune. <laughs> we we can hear it. Note. Yeah, that's good. Definitely the same note. Henry, I know the way to get you now. I just have to pick pop songs from the 80s, and you won't know shit about any of it.
2: No, my one weakness. Oh, <laughs> pop songs right. from the 80s. Oh,
1: oh <laughs> from the origin. Oh, Cindy no. Lauper, oh. girls just want to have fun.
4: Hmm. I think it's a cover Who did it originally? I don't know I just think it's a cover <laughs> I'm just guessing Well you guessed correct
1: oh! <laughs> It is a cover song Originally by Robert Hazard
2: B flat for you Girls just wanna have fun <laughs> Give
4: me that B flat Steve Oh girls just wanna Give have me that B-flat. fun There you go That's right Thank you. Thank
1: you. Okay. Let me find another one here. Okay, this is a kind of good one. Cody, your song is Chuck Berry, Johnny Be Good. Cover or an original? I'm
5: going to say original, but it yeah. Mm. original
1: what, mm. what's your answer I heard I heard but original original final answer
5: yep
1: correct oh yeah
5: you a trend setter not a follower <laughs> no.
6: That's <laughs> well
2: that's back I'm, to the future is top me <laughs> anything B flat <laughs> yeah. for you too yeah
1: Thank you. all right for <laughs> oh, you my friend <laughs> all right Steve ready this one's an easy one I'm yeah. trying to spoon feed right Okay. Um, Higher ground by the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
6: (laughs)
3: Mm. Um. Stinky
4: music. Decision making music.
0: I'm gonna go with cover. That that (laughs) was a new one.
4: Yeah. I just pulled it. it. Yeah. It It was
0: Stevie Wonder.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I, I just looked up a playlist of who, who wants to be a millionaire sounds so that we can oh, <laughs>
1: have,
0: have a little fun with
3: this. <laughs> He's like, I just looked up a playlist of what covers our covers and what covers are So uh, <laughs> I
1: saw it on there. I <laughs> <laughs>
0: just need 15 seconds to Google this while I looked at my other screen that's mirrored completely. But that's
1: <laughs> no,
0: funny. No, okay. no, I, I, I knew that one. I didn't cheat.
1: This one's tough for me. I fought the law and the law won by The Clash.
3: Is this this, this a question for
1: me? This is a question for you, And this is the...
3: (laughs) I fought the law and the law won. I fought the law and the law won. Man. Don't look. (laughs) I I would say original. I don't know who... I don't know who did it originally, but uh, I would say original. No, it's not. It is a cover. Is- uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Burr, 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 burr. Who is
3: it by? Also,
1: it's an old-rock-roll song by the Bobby Fuller Four, uh, and then it no it was roll covered roll. by Hank Williams Jr. and the Dead Kennedys, and it was originally written by Sonny Curtis, but a long time ago. Sonny Curtis. Clicking, who that is, Henry? You he probably would, <laughs> but okay. We're on the hey. sunny
2: side of the street. I'm ready. Let's do it.
1: Okay. I love "Rock and Roll" by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I believe cover or original. Uh, Play another "Jukebox Baby." I
2: believe I want to say it's a cover, but I don't know who did it originally. I'm gonna say cover.
1: Correct. It is it. It is a cover from an English band called The Arrows.
3: <laughs> yeah, I would have never got that.
1: Okay, Henry, ready?
3: No. You're throwing in some originals. They're not all covers. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. Been a few. There've been a few. <laughs> Most of the covers, though.
4: Okay, <laughs> ready, covered. Henry. I have zero. What? I got
3: one. What do you mean? I have zero. I forgot. I'm, just, I'm making this.
2: You have one. I definitely didn't get one
3: either. So, but I got a point.
2: No, you you got you got your second question. I like the scoring system. Right. <laughs>
0: That's good. This is out of, this is out of two two things. That's fine.
1: There we go. Yeah, yeah. it's good because I'm funny. winning. That's why I like it. <laughs> All right, Henry. No, Warren. Oh God, Steve's keeping the score.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want to know who wins Henry. here. That's good.
1: Okay. Ready? I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston.
6: Yeah, yeah. We'll always love you. Ooh.
4: Ding, ding, ding. I've got so many cover on that. It is the
1: cover. Bing, bing, bing. It is cover, the cover. Oh. It was originally yeah. a
4: Dolly Parton song. Dolly Parton. Dolly getting it, mm-hmm. yeah. No. I, I knew somebody did it before her. I just didn't know who it was.
2: I haven't heard. Has anybody heard the Dolly Parton version? Is it? Yeah, just never a wailing. It. It's awesome. Is she just just yeah. Yeah. I got now. I got to check that out.
5: Yeah. And I think Vince Gill. Vince Gill recorded it with her at one point, and it's pretty nice. Pretty nice little tune. Pretty
4: nice. It's a nice pretty little. Nice. Feel <laughs> nice in your belly. Very it's nice. the best. I love oh. it. Take a ear hole a little bit.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. Oh, some of these I don't know, so I don't even want
6: to.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I, if I, deep, know, I don't, I don't want to put other people through that and act like they should know it. Save those for Henry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> Cody, Smoke on the Water by Deep Purple, cover or original? Original. He's very confident in this. Are you sure? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm just mad you, you answered yeah. so fast. It is definitely <laughs> an Original. Yeah, I was like, "What?"
4: <laughs> <That> is like, <laughs> this is like an undeniable Richie Blackmore riff. Like, what? <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> Henry, you are not supposed to play for other people. Well, he yeah. already finished. He already answered correctly. I know, I know.
0: Hold on. <laughs> I have the I have the scores right. Warren, you got two. Henry, you got two. I got two. Cody, you got two. Yeah. Robert yeah. and I both both missed out on one. What are, are we doing? Like best out of best out of three rounds yeah and then like a tiebreaker yeah Yeah. there you go yeah sure awesome (laughs) let's do it and here's the current scores War Henry and Cody I mean this game uh, tied for the lead (laughs) of well the comments are blowing up I'm over here like dealing with banners and stuff but what's next what do you got for me
1: okay oh is Steve next yeah yeah okay let me find an easy one (laughs)
0: <laughs> Thanks, man. This is round three, baby. This is round three. I'm gonna lose this shit anyway. Like, I'm, it's like this is like any sort of gambling for me. Like, I, I only go in with what I. the rainbow, my
1: is what? I'm just kidding. That's way too easy. No, no, yeah. Everybody knows Over that's the an original. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Give Give me a better one. Give me a better one. That That's definitely okay. a cover.
1: Okay. This one's kinda hard.
0: Okay.
1: I should use this on Warren, but I'm not oh. going. Red Red Wine by UB40. I'm
0: gonna say um uh, I'm gonna say that's an original.
1: Red red wine. to so no It was originally a Neil Diamond song. No shit, really? When no leaves, shit, really. The podcast, so I feel like should wait for him. No shit, oh, right. really. I'll edit that together.
0: That's totally fine. My my internet crapped out a little right bit. background cue That was that was a good that was a good spot. I'll cut out that too. But uh, that was Neil Diamond song. Yes. Wow. I
1: didn't know that. I would have gotten
2: I, that wrong. I didn't way. know it was Holy a Neil I didn't know it was a Neil Diamond song, but I'm pretty sure I knew it was a cover.
0: I didn't even know that their lead singer was white until like. I saw them in a music video a couple
4: months ago. I remember when we were at the bar. Yeah, I was like, "You be 40? Yeah.
0: Yeah. No idea, man. Yeah, they're from England. I didn't even know that either. I was
2: like, I guess. what? Well, I guess. I, mean, just,
0: I guess they. It's
2: a good song. I've seen them live before.
0: Really? How was that?
2: Were they Were they good? <laughs> it was. It was. It was great. I mean, they have perfect live sound. They're the sort of uh, their saxophone player would play these great licks, and then he'd have these like hand gestures, like <laughs> <laughs> uh, for all you and listening, that can't I see one. He's was, doing like the little
0: like tiny little shaky gun fingers. It's like pew pew yeah. pew pew yep 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 yep.
2: You know, it's funny. It was great. No, yeah. but they they nail it. They they knock it out of the park. And then, I think they have like if I remember they have like a couple vocalists. But anyway, they have, like. Two or three singers, I think. Yeah. It was a big band.
0: That's cool. I but I would love to hear the Neil Diamond. Did did Neil Diamond just write it or he like released it and stuff too? I don't
1: know. There's definitely a version of
0: Neil Diamond <laughs> doing it. Wow. I would, um, I would not have thought of that. That's really cool. I either. would
1: love to hear a version of you be forty
3: eight.
0: So close to you. Bop 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 like. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's got to be I'm some sort sure of like has cool that horned horned line in, in, in it, there, right? Yeah,
2: it's, it's not a deal with them. That's just his version of the lit. Yeah. <laughs> the the reggae people took red wine and he took. Yeah, just get off cool.
6: the Switch rails.
0: Dial yeah. it back. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> there's there's a little right. rusty on these rails over here. yeah Cheers, guys.
1: We're running a podcast game show, everyone. Take it a little more seriously, please.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Bobby. Okay. Bobby, you're Me currently... And Bobby uh...
1: McGee. Yeah, go ahead. Me and Bobby McGee by Janis Joplin. Cover or original? Cover. It is a cover. Down, down, Originally down. done by Chris Christopherson. Oh, what? Um, what? Wow, that's cool. I I did not know that either.
3: Give me a point, Steve.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fix the board. Fix the board. I got so many menus I have to go through. All right. Well, look at that. I'm losing just like I thought I would.
4: (laughs)
1: Yeah. The board has been fixed. (laughs) Steve doesn't know shit about shit. I'm ready. Respect by Aretha Franklin.
2: Uh, I'm going to say that that is original. No?
1: Incorrect. I'm
2: his head. I said original. It's
1: originally an Otis Redding song. Mm-hmm. And it's written from a uh, man's perspective. And the reason that song was so popular is because they spun it on its head and Aretha was singing it from the women's perspective. But it's about. I'm about to give you all my money, you know, but all
2: I'm asking is return, honey. Ah, see, I love well, really the Cody is- route of, like, she's so influential, like, she's <laughs> got to be the original. <laughs> it failed me.
1: Okay, I'll find an extra hard one for Henry.
2: This is normally... Okay,
1: this is interesting. I'm going to... If you get this, like, right away, I have to give you another one. But I feel like it's super obscure in
4: Henry's
1: oh way. Okay. Oh no, fuck this. I know what song this is. <laughs> Bullshit. It was Sea of Loves by the Hun- by the Honey Drippers. Do you know what band that is? <laughs> what? <laughs> Never mind, that's your question. Sea of Love by the Honey Dippers. <laughs> the Honey Dippers? Couple the Honey no, Drippers. Couple. Drippers?
4: The Honey Drippers? <laughs> honey the Drippers. Yes. Oh, God. Um, yeah, Sea of Love. I think that's a cover.
1: It is a cover. Oh! oh it's like a nailed it's it! Like a, it's what, uh... It's the Sea of Love that, uh... What's her name? Like, Cat Power did for one of those movie soundtracks.
0: Wasn't right. that a... Uh... It's
1: been done really in town before. I just thought I'd throw up. Wasn't band. that like a
0: Kevin Klein movie from like the mid nineties? No, you said sea of honey Love.
1: dippers. I was like, what?
4: What do you mean the honey dippers? And then you said, and then I was like, you mean the honey drippers? And then you said that, and then I was like, oh, I know that song. It's a cover.
0: <laughs> and Henry takes the
2: lead. <laughs> That's why he wasn't supposed to play. It's <laughs> it's, all up, it's all up to Cody right now. All right, Cody.
1: Cody can take the lead.
5: I can tie for the lead, gentlemen.
1: Valerie by Amy Whitehouse. Cover or not cover? Oh, I
5: should really know this one. Um,
1: and what's that Netflix so... documentary
5: on? Well, I did. Mandy's doesn't hate Amy The uh, Tattoo... So, I I don't know. I'm going to say it's an original, even though I think it's a cover, but I'm going to say it's an original. Uh,
6: Ooh!
1: It is a cover song! Oh, no! It's like the Zootons.
5: Yeah, one of my faves.
1: (laughs) 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 I remember being a kid in a record store and seeing a Zootons record and going... What band could this possibly be? <laughs> Who would call their band the Zutons? <laughs> All right, Steve. Wait, Z O O T O N S. All right, so, so that Steve has horn, Steve. Robert has one. Robert has two. Yeah, so I'm I'm out. Warren now. has two. Cody also has two, and Henry is the winner with yeah. three. Uh, yeah,
6: basketball oh, horn. Give horn.
2: Let's <laughs> <laughs> get some of that B flat. B flat. Give me some of that B flat, Steve. <laughs> That's Thank good. You. Yeah. Right, don't hey, drink right. out of that crap I don't remember Am if there's.
0: I... Oh yeah. Let, let me let me let uh, me Spotify search Academy Award wrap wrap up music. There you go. <laughs> oh, he wants me to do one more though, right?
4: Yeah. Let me <laughs> find <laughs> one more that I think is worthy. Like of the ultimate trial. I don't really win unless I get this one right. Yeah. It's Ping pong. Yeah. If not, you have to lick your boot. <laughs> I do not agree to this. <laughs> They're not agreeable circumstances.
1: If you win, I don't have to do anything. You just get to make everyone feel bad.
4: Why would anybody feel bad? No, not. Competition. I, just Steve, I just want Steve to find the basketball horn in the event that I win this.
0: Oh, the, the basketball? Oh, okay, well, hold on.
1: Yeah, where's the, where's the winning music? Cause... I just want that. I just want the... Bruce, uh, if Michael Michael
4: we're it's like the thing that I don't know. It's it's a thing. It's
0: out there. I got something for you. Don't worry about it. He knows what I'm talking about.
2: Yeah, yeah it's the air horn. It's, the, yeah, it's, it's like another an horn thing. thing.
1: Okay, ready? Go. You're No Good by Linda Ronstadt. Cover or original? You're No Good by Linda Ronstadt. You're no good, you're no good, you're no good. Baby, you're no good. Oh, sing
4: it. <laughs> I don't even know what song that is.
1: I'd say it, dude. You. you know not other song.
3: For a million dollars.
4: <sighs> Four million dollars.
1: Hmm. You can back off now. You could choose not to answer, and then everyone ties. You still have a girlfriend. Do I lose a point if I get this wrong? Yes. You know, yeah.
6: No, that,
4: oh, you that's really a, a good modifier. Yeah. <laughs> I still win even if I even <laughs> no, if no, I even no, if I you you get it all. wrong, you, you, lose, lose, you, a lose, a you point, lose a point. And then, then, then it goes head to head with
0: with Cody and more.
1: I'll give you cover. I'll give you a multiple choice, okay? It's a cover. One is cover, two is not cover. <laughs> I'm guessing cover. <laughs> it is a cover. Henry officially wins cover not cover. Nope.
2: He has to say who did it originally. I don't know who did it originally. Win. I'm just
4: guessing. And then you don't, lose, don't, the,
2: don't, then you don't, lose don't, the. whole game. Don't, 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 don't. I have a guess.
5: All right. Is it, it? It's not Jackson Brown, is it?
1: It is not Jackson
6: yeah!
0: Brown. There you go. There we go. <laughs> I found it.
1: Again, one more time.
6: Yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs>
0: That's Have an eight-minute track on Spotify, like, by, by the way. If, if you want, yeah, this is uh, uh, on Spotify. It the album DJ the Sound Effects <laughs> by uh, DJ <laughs> D-E-E-J-A-Y out, uh, y- cool Sound cats. Effects. <laughs> it's eight minutes of this. So if you ever want to just piss off your roommates All or neighbors.
3: All right, everyone. Or podcast listeners. <laughs> Henry's won our game. Oh jeez! And that is coming to the conclusion of our podcast.
1: Did people like that, or did we just lose like half of our audience? We'll never know. We'll never know. know. We'll I'm, never know. I'm, <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm trying to multitask
0: here, but I feel like this would be right. so much better if it went who with won?
2: this. I can't tell who won.
0: There you go. You feel special
2: <laughs> yet, bitch?
3: <laughs>
2: <ridiculous>. oh,
3: sorry. <laughs> Hey, Cody, thank you for so, so much so for taking time Cody, <laughs>
6: the
3: time out. to Yeah. Cody, well, we, we love that, it. Yeah, it's fun to catch up. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> great to hear about everything that's going on and go, in your world and up north.
0: Go check yeah. out, uh, for all you listeners, I'm going to be posting some links here on, uh, on the Facebook chat. And also, if you're listening on the Apple podcast or Spotify podcast apps, just click the links in the description uh, to listen to music from Cody BB and the Crooks. Music from Rust on the Rails. Check out uh, the Chinook Fest site for updates on when things are coming back and and what's going on. And uh, Henry's History Lesson Playlist is also there in the description as well for you to get more in-depth with all of Henry's history stuff.
3: Woo! On On that note, thank you for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening via the podcast um terminals of listening terminals i don't know come out to chinook
2: fest and hang out with us when it happens 2021 yes 2021
3: bring yeah. cody can we just put that in the books now
2: yeah let's just sorry
0: and, uh, sign that up yeah. uh, we're, we're we'll gonna go have out. to do a podcast from chinook fest it'll be like a special weekend podcast that would be so no, like, fun man problem is
5: is that we well actually we could find you internet
0: We'll find internet. No, we'll we'll just pre-record yeah, it. Lot. We'll pre-record it and broadcast it we'll later, more. and then we can be there in the comments and stuff. that will be fine.
5: The
3: secret lodge. The yeah. Secret lodge. Yeah. Yeah, I like that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that'll be amazing. Yeah, thank you guys very much for having me. And uh, yeah, I miss y'all, and miss hope you too, everything's man. going good for everybody.
0: Hey, and happy uh, happy Father's Day, by the way, man. The inaugural yeah, Father's yeah. Day, man. Oh, pop yeah. that up there, man. Hell yeah.
5: Yeah, it was it was great it was a great day good So, yeah well see y'all later see you down the trail yeah
3: man yep see you cody love you, brother thanks for hopping on cheers and see you to everybody else have a great night everyone
0: yeah
3: bye everybody